2: Well, hi everyone welcome to the no low ballers podcast i'm your host logan medish of high caliber history I'm sitting around the table with the gunbroker.com and go wild crew and I, I we know the name of the show is no low ballers and and that's really that's really a touchy subject for some folks right and so we've we've made one exception generally speaking no low ballers at this table, right? Um, except for this guy over here. We have our chief low baller. Which the bullpen
0: we called in the called in our uh, our low ball closer. Here.
2: Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, Alan, tell us who we've got with us today.
0: Uh, today we've got Dave Parrish from Gunbroker joining us, and uh, you know Dave certainly uh, understands the inner workings of, of Gunbroker, being an employee. But most of his knowledge is the hard hard gain type, where he has gone on and probably. One more auctions at the most insane value you've ever seen than anybody I know. So I don't know anybody who can better give us some tips and advice on how to not be a lowball necessarily, <laughs> but how to find really great value on on GunBroker. Awesome. So I'm glad to have Dave with us today.
2: Yeah, welcome, yeah. Dave. Appreciate you. you being here. Cool. So <clears throat> how how long have you been spending far too much money on GunBroker?
1: <laughs> I started at the end of March. Okay. So that's uh, yeah, just a. Uh, yeah, about four or five months. Okay. Yeah.
2: Long enough to learn how to do it and do it right. <laughs> there are packages
1: coming in all the time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> FedEx guys on a first-name basis, yep, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, the trick, as
0: employees, there's no, you know, employee discount or anything. But the, here's right. the difference when our wives walk in and notice us on Gunbroker, instead of getting in trouble, we get to say, Honey, it's work I'm just working late. Yeah, it's, just, so. yeah. it's just work, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. just you're just a
2: workaholic, you know, be like overtime that's you know you, well what they don't realize is that the overtime they gotta pay for the habit, right? You know? <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, well, she's been used to me before, though, so she's not too terribly surprised. Gotcha. But, yep.
2: So what's the most recent cool thing that you've managed to pick up that kind of surprised you?
1: Uh I guess overall, it's kind of recent because it's constant uh, ammo. I, I've really? gotten so much ammo off the penny auctions; it's not even funny. So no you, you pay a penny, you pay shipping, get you know four boxes of Winchester double lot buckshot for twelve ninety five because that's no the shipping. Kidding. Yeah, it's crazy. The penny that auctions are fun, fun, fun. Yeah, hmm. and, wow. and Dave, that's you're you're picking up like some mainstream stuff, like you said,
0: double lot twelve gauge. But mm-hmm. you know, you also, of course, have a kind of eclectic collection, so you're finding some of the little. You, or you just telling me some, what, 32 Smith & Wesson you, you played yep. through? So I a little bit more of the eclectic stuff, too?
1: Yeah, I got uh, 11 rounds of period, correct. You uh, said it's about 1918, 32 Smith & Wesson. I can't remember the head stamp. I haven't played with them yet. But I would not fire them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the <laughs> but caveat I will here, right? own them. Oh, right. yes. Yep. yep. Yeah, so, uh, and then... Most recently, um, not super valuable, but I got a Hopkins and Allen's pre bankruptcy, so pre 1898 mm-hmm. Hammerless. Uh, they didn't promote it. They didn't sell very well. Mm-hmm. So I like those.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's uh, a, um, what's the word? Oh, sleepers, yeah. like sleeper auctions, right? You know, where people oh, yeah. are just, it's kind of flying under the radar, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool.
1: Yeah, my watch list is if it's 200 on a, on, on a, that's a bad day <laughs> if I'm only why the 300s are really a lot of, little more typical for the kinds of items that I'm watching all the time yeah. 100
0: man those are rookie numbers yeah, you gotta no step kidding. it up
1: right <laughs> so explain the watch list to us some of us might not
0: you know, know how to use that or what sure. what that function is on Gunbroker. broker
1: so when you're scrolling through and you find something you like maybe you don't want to throw a bit out right now you just click watch boom shows up in your watch list you can get emails and alerts like that set up and uh it's it's really anything listed on GunBroker. you can watch it so if, you, if you're like who, who in the hell's gonna pay this kind of money for this throw it on your watch list because somebody's gonna pay more than that for it <laughs> so yeah, and then there's you know certain items that relist uh I, i've got my little niche um I, I collect like Late 19th century, early 20th century pocket pistols, Mm -hmm. mini revolvers, things like that. So I'll watch them because if it's an auction, you come up on the last 15 minutes and there's no bids. Right. Um, I mean, there is no sniping on Gun Broker. No, because of that 15-minute rule, Because of the 15-minute rule. However, (laughs) if you wait until that last, like, 5, 10 minutes Mm -hmm. and hit them with the bid, the chances are... You're gonna get it, and I've gotten quite a few things that way. So, okay, yep,
2: yeah. That 15 minute rule is is interesting because that's something that uh, is kind of unique to you guys. Because like eBay doesn't have a 15 minute rule, mm-hmm. so you have that sniping that goes in there. But I you know, but you guys with the 15 minute rule really allows uh, a fair playing field for oh, folks. eBay
0: counts on that sniping rule. I mean, I, oh yeah, the number of times my wife and even me, I'll admit, have overpaid for something because like, well, my budget is this. Oh crap! I got outbid at the last second. Next thing I know, I've paid hundred bucks more than I planned on because mm-hmm. you get in that little you know ninety second bidding war at the yep. end, and that's mm-hmm. you know, no fun for anybody. So <clears throat>
2: no, well the seller enjoys yeah. it. True, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think sellers probably hate me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: well, but at least they're making it's a buyer's something. Buyers market, out there, you know? Yeah, it's a buyer's market. If they yeah. they shouldn't have put it at an auction if they weren't comfortable for it selling low, right? A- and I mean, that's,
1: that's you know I am paying what you asked. Right. Fair enough. Absolutely. <laughs> is, I'm paying what you ask. You ask Absolutely. for a penny. Here's a penny. Where's my ammo? <laughs> Give me my stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's funny. Yeah, you know, that's probably a good jumping off point there, too. I mean, the penny auction, you know, you, you've talked about how that's a, a great deal. You've certainly cost me some money by explaining penny auctions and how they yeah, work. Yeah, it's going to
2: cost me yeah. some money. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So
1: talk a little bit about those and how what, you know, what kind of a
0: strategy that has.
1: So with the penny auction, uh, it literally opens at a penny. You've got all your shipping and fees and... Uncle Sam's taxes at the bottom, but it it starts out with a penny. I've seen uh, all kinds of things. These uh, we've we've seen barretts come up on a penny auction. Really? What? No, they're never selling for a penny. Though. Yeah, I mean, never yeah. selling for a penny. But it gets that interest going, and then right. you know, they, when you filter out, you're going, oh, a penny. Who wouldn't bid a penny? Mm. You know, and that's that's uh as alan said it's it's a bit of a trap because now you're at a penny right. um but yeah you can uh you can bid you can watch on those <laughs> and see what happens that's how i'm getting all this cheap So i'm just watching it right down to the last 15 minutes mm-hmm. is that a reasonable price for shipping versus what i would pay down at my gun shop yep yep okay i'm going for it um so yeah i mean it's 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 um you will, you can get into some bidding wars there, but uh, if you watch those, especially uh, towards the end, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I'll watch them all week. But still, you get towards the end, and that's where you're going. Hmm. And I will let everybody know all times are Eastern. Okay, so I'm out of Idaho. Oh, so that's <laughs> so <laughs> it makes it's a hitting, big difference. To it's at midnight out here. It's only nine o'clock. I'm not even ready for yeah. bed yet. Right? So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what's what's the biggest steal on a penny auction that you've gotten? Uh, that's uh, geez. That's hard to say because I've gotten flash uh, flashlights. Uh, I got a an SB tactical brace for an HK. Don't own an HK, but uh, it was not a yet, penny. Right? He, He's wa- yeah. he's watching a dozen of them. Now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I get one for a penny, um, yeah. An ammo. I would have to say. Uh, I know I keep beating that dead horse, but it's. That's a sweet spot for it. It is great. Well, I mean, yeah. How many, okay. Now, how many guns do you buy? How many guns does a normal person buy in a year versus how many boxes of ammo, right? Right. So None of us are normal. We yeah. have no frame of oh. reference for that whatsoever. <laughs> oh, no. When I had to count that up and go, oh, I've bought eight, eight, eight guns in Three or four months. Okay. Yeah, yeah I,
2: I, I have an FFL, so things have gotten stupid. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, you can still
0: count if you can count
1: them. I think you're probably.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you can, if you can count them on two hands, you know, because you figure that's less than one a month if you average it out. If you have to start bringing in toes
0: or a friend. If you use those two hands to put them to an Excel spreadsheet, does that still count?
2: Sure. Okay. I said two it's hands. Two I didn't hands. specify. <laughs> yeah, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the penny auctions really are great deals. I mean, we don't want to make it sound like everything goes off dirt cheap on there because a lot of a lot of things like the Barretts will get to. I mean, their end price isn't really that far off from what a normal you know opening bid would be or a final bid or a buy it now price. Sure. You do though occasionally get some some pretty good deals. I, I say on average um, a penny auction probably a ten to fifteen percent discount. You know, the, over what a buy it now price might be. So it's usually a good starting point for a deal. They're not all going to end up, you know, the steel of the lifetime, but you can still find value in just your average penny auction as well. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that I really like is because uh, I've got some
2: uh, odd interests, as you might imagine, um, and I don't want to always have to be daily going through and searching for the stuff. So I put in alerts for keywords yes. and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, um, especially because it's, it's, some of the stuff is weird enough that I know they're not going to pop up like maybe once or twice a year. So I don't want it to be in there 365 days a year l- looking for stuff and I just wait to get the alert email, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and y- like
0: and the volume of stuff that's listed on a daily basis, it's it's just impossible to keep up with without oh, using yeah. some of those tools like the I mean alerts are great. Yep, what absolutely. is what is the average number of of items that get listed Ooh, in a boy. day? Uh
1: tens of thousands.
0: Uh it's in the thousands for sure. And, and it will vary. Like we we have a couple of our major sellers um that will do a two-week cycle, so we know on this given Monday, we are going to see a massive upload from those folks, and we know the next Sunday, there won't be anything, but then the following Sunday, we see a massive spike in sales, because that's when they all close, so it varies all over the place, Um, you know, and between that and we, the listings number is always a hard one for us to answer, because there's so many variables that it could, at any given time, between realists and You'll also have a number of um, uh, retailers who will list their virtual inventory. So what mm-hmm. I mean is they don't necessarily have the gun in the safe in the back room, but if you order it from them, they'll place the order from their wholesaler and sh- you know, ship it directly to your FFL. The, the, you don't know anything that's going on. The timing is still just as quick as if mm-hmm. he had it on a shelf. So, uh, I mean, there's thousands probably on certain days pushing tens of thousands of new listings going up every every day. I mean, we hit $1 billion um, in 24 years would we hit 1 billion like 2 months ago a month ago
2: yeah it wasn't that long ago no. I remember yeah. seeing the announcement so, and yeah. that was a piece of archery equipment wasn't it <laughs> surprisingly <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah but that's a, that's a testament like you mentioned knives and flashlights and different things that oh, you've gotten with your penny yeah. deals and stuff so like yeah it's, it's gun broker but it's like everything boom and pointy and stabby and slashy and. W-
0: when we saw we were coming up to 1 billion flashy. we internally all started kind of joking maybe kind of hoping not uh what some of the stuff might be the one billionth listing we're like with our luck it's going to be a grip screw or a (laughs) detent detent spring or (laughs) a detent spring would have been pretty funny you know but
2: but there's guys out there like you you mentioned last night you're like i'm the kind of guy if i find a a detent oh gotta build a new gun so you know there's one guy out there looking for an excuse to build a whole new gun because he found a detent it's
0: wasteful I mean, there's a perfectly good spring right there. You yep. should put it to use.
2: Absolutely. By that logic, <laughs> last time I moved, I found three detent springs that had <laughs> sprung throughout <laughs> there. They were all sitting on top of one of my bookshelves, and I'm like, "Oh man, I can't build three like that." The wife will kill me. So you know, right with the move, but you know, it's. But but I like that thought process, and that's why you know you said you bought the brace. You know, the gun's coming next, so that's.
1: Yeah, I uh, I was telling Alan on the the drive over here. It's uh, the the 410 buckshot mm-hmm. shells that I bought, I get them home, and I'm going, well, I only have a two and a half. So now I had to go buy a, a shotgun, mm-hmm. you know, I had, that'll take three-inch shells. It's just how it has to work.
2: Absolutely.
1: But on that one, I saved, uh, it was just a, a Mossberg 505, but I actually saved 100 bucks over an unnamed big box store that uh you know if it's a brand new item i'll go online i'll look at all that you know what's it going to cost me to order it from this place Mm -hmm. and i've done that a few times on some new stuff where i'm saving 50 to 100 bucks off where i would buy it anywhere else sure so
2: and that adds up you know people don't think about it but like but that adds up you know that that covers your shipping costs Mm -hmm. or it covers your sales tax or you know it It all it all makes a difference, Mm -hmm. and you know, and learn like you said, learning the value, looking at the big box stores or the online retailers for the value stuff. I think that that really transitions nicely into the next thing we want to talk about is being able to use GunBroker to help value your collection. Oh yeah, you know, whether you're thinking about selling it right now or not, you know, maybe you're looking to to get a new insurance policy on stuff, and Mm -hmm. you know,
0: uh, we we just took possession of my father-in-law's collection because he's moved into an assisted facility, so. Um, I've got his rather sizable amount of firearms on hand and that's exactly what we're doing is trying to figure out because so that way his kids can decide what they want to keep, maybe what mm-hmm. they want to sell, what, um, you know, what, what makes sense to pass along here and there. So I'm really interested in learning about this one. Sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's something you could do with that watch list. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, it, it's an old saying, you know, you go to the pawn shop and they're like, yeah, that's what, that's what they're asking. What are they getting? Right. You know, cause I can ask hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars you know but i'm not going to get it so or five million for a revolver yeah, yeah for the 1917 <laughs> from indiana jones if you sure. don't know what
2: we're talking about you have to go and check out a previous episode
1: <laughs> yes yes that that one is is crazy but yeah uh you can just go in there and uh you can check out all the you know w- what's actually sold mm-hmm. and those kind of valuations um th- which is fun and just kind of on that note that's uh something that i'll do to sort of reverse engineer that process uh, a lot of them uh, on your older guns your curios your things like that they the seller will actually list the serial number right and in the images you can see all the proofs and things like that mm-hmm. i've run into a couple who have no idea what they're selling uh, hmm. yeah i will pay 130 dollars mm-hmm. for that revolver yeah right. i have no problem paying sure. for that because you don't know what it is and then right. you hope nobody else is
2: trying to find figuring it, it out time. yeah, yeah.
1: I there are four or five guys out there, customers. I can't assume that they're guys, and we are in the bidding war every single time for my weird little niche revolver.
2: <laughs> there's like two of you out there. And there's <laughs>
1: and there's that guy again. Right. Yep. yep. That's funny.
2: So there's there's been something interesting that has has been selling on GunBroker. Um, that that are things that commemoratives Mm -hmm. you know they're not something that we necessarily think of as bringing big bucks Um, but you guys have noticed an interesting uptick with a certain group of commemorative guns that have been selling recently for a surprising amount
0: we have uh, a few months ago we saw the first of the colt snake eyes sets come out now these were commemorative sets released back in the late 80s i believe Um, 89 89 there yep yep they were uh, colt pythons a dave you know more about them than i do
1: all right, so uh, I like I own two of them. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't yet. <laughs> so uh, the full set came out. They are they are colt pythons. They are the only python that does not have a python roll mark on it. Uh, two and a half inch barrel. They are a matched set. Um, one is uh, blued. Ones in stainless. Three. Uh, they're really quite strange because they come with all of this stuff. They have consecutive serial numbers. Um, that are set up in a way to be one, two, three eyes, eyes, one, two, three. Um, and they come with this big display case. It's a diorama okay. is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a lighted display case. It's got poker chips. It's got playing cards. Um, it's got dice. It, and it's we're just seeing so many of them right now. It's really sort of incredible. Yep. Yeah, we saw the first set list and we hadn't seen one
0: list for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it hit a couple months ago and went for just under $30,000. Wow. And apparently, there's a lot of people who have them in their watch lists, like Dave, and just went, holy crap. Uh, They got what for that? Mm -hmm. Man, I got one. I'm going to list it. So then we saw another one drop on, and we saw another one drop on. And in the, I think we figured the last two months, we've seen 10 sets go on now. So at $30,000, though, what was the list price originally? Ooh, boy, that's a good question. Um, I mean, they listed pretty well from, from the second set on, they listed pretty stout to begin with, but I don't know what that first one started out at. The first one was your value. That was, I think, 29 and change. So that's the, if you wanted one, that was the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, they've been more the mid 30s. The high set, which was they, they were only 500 sets, so they're serialized, you know, one of 500, two of 500. We had a set, I want to say, in the 400s go for $55,000. Oh, my goodness. But on average, they're thirty dollars to $35,000. Right now, the one I'm interested in watching, we just listed, it's set thirty six of $500,000. Mm. So, and they're all different sellers. Um, they're And all, that's
2: the interesting thing, yes. is that it's not mm-hmm. one guy who's just pulling them out of his basement and selling them all.
0: It's somebody saw it go off, their eyes got really big and went, um, yeah, I don't need this anymore. Right, <laughs> and it's just been been trucking along. So yeah, they went from really no movement in the market to I mean, you know, ten of five hundred are now in the wind. So yeah. It's-
2: that's really wild that's you know pythons always bring big money you know but they don't necessarily always
0: bring that
2: kind of big money even oh, even yeah. for two pythons you know so that's that's really interesting that those are going for that and it'll be really cool we'll have to double back on uh, yeah. after number 36 closes cuz i'm i'm sure that one's going to going to come in high. you
0: know after the 8th set got listed you know we did a little bit of a, a some uh, some articles on it and t- kind of talked to it to, through gunbrokers uh, articles page and explained what the sets were and talked about the listings and we thought we had it covered, and you know, now we're already out, out of date by two auctions. So oh, it's absolutely amazing.
2: Yeah, very cool. Well, guys, I appreciate you coming and, and spending some time and sitting around the table with us. Um, many thanks to our Chief Lowballer who has come and joined us, Dave. Um, if, if that is not a placard on his desk uh, from now on, it needs to be. You chief Lowballer
0: officer, Lowballing yeah. officer.
2: <laughs> Lowballing officer in charge, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, but I appreciate you guys coming and, and spending some time around the table.
0: One thing I would also like to tout uh, on Dave's work, he's also the master of our Wikipedia page. So, if you Uh-oh. are looking for information and looking for uh, you know big sales sales data sales information just uh, wikipedia is a really great resource for that something i never really understood until dave kind of showed me the light on that but hmm. wikipedia is a, is, is a really solid resource uh, for researching some of your gun information oh yeah Good yeah deal.
1: definitely and i work in all those back channels too okay with firearms projects and stuff so
2: gotcha now yeah. i'm gonna go on there and find some obscure item and see if i can figure out what your name is
1: Gun broker. Don't, t- don't tell anyone Because then you'll know like, Oh, now you're bidding against Dave so.
2: Right, right
1: Oh, and Gunbroker? Yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> Dave's like, nope, bring it on You're never going to figure it out nope. It's going to be something like Princess Kitten 493 You know, something ridiculous Dude, I got to build a new account <laughs> Dude <laughs> uh Well, if someone out there actually has Princess Kitten Fortnite, that would be hilarious. But, uncool, man. Yeah, I know. Burned. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just that guy. So. <laughs> uh, I'm that guy. But we appreciate you all being that guy and gal and, and tuning in to the No Low Ballers podcast. Uh, make sure you're subscribed on your favorite platform. Uh, give us a like. Leave us a review. Leave us comments. Um, you're, you're not going to hurt our feelings one way or the other. Uh, we, we love a good comment section, so bring it on. We want to hear it all. Um, again, thank you to everyone for joining us, and we will see you right here on the next episode of the No Low Ballers podcast.